Messy Mon Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. Messy Mon Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Like for real, right? We think and then we're doing reggaeton. Now it's dembow has gotten popular. Yeah, it has. Which is um like odd to me that it's like a, a regular thing. But then there's the Latin trap. It's not what we're getting into. So you can't call it reggaeton technically. No. But I understand why people can only register it as reggaeton. Right. right. That was the, so. the genre that was. That level of music, yeah. Yes. And Daddy Yankee's still out here at 50-something years old. Getting checks. Checks. <laughs> yeah. Checks. Yeah, You ever seen the history of, of Daddy Yankee video? No. You'll feel like the oldest. That you'll be like... The man oh, is like... Yeah, yeah. There's some sort of magic. I don't know what Botox he's mm-hmm. getting. I don't know what's happening. That good fool from that good living. From like 96. Come on, son. Like, if I had a chef cooking clean for me every day of my life i would have radiant skin <laughs> like i bet you'll be radiant i would be just so i would be jello i would glow is that is that I'm that like, lap of luxury we're gonna start sprinkling in i'm telling you once some checks come in i'm te- yo there's no way that a person with money doesn't take advantage of that you know what i'm saying like yeah. how can i Sit here and act like if I had money, I wouldn't have a personal chef like cooking me some shit that would not make me fat during the week. All day. Come on. All day. That would be an investment for the rest of my fucking life. I would do it. All day. Like come home to a bomb ass salad, not a pre-made salad. Exactly. Because <laughs> half of the battle is that you don't want to put the time that it takes to cook those things. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you can't really have instant healthy food. Like, you have to take time to prepare. And plus, when you cook healthy, it's better when you use natural ingredients because yes. it's a better taste and it's a better whatever than powdered things. So, if a person could sit there and saute some veggies for you, you know what I'm saying? Fresh <laughs> with some Stir shrimp. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, this shit is banging. This is about 500 calories, and I love this. Like, yeah, of course. I'm down. I would love that. Uh, that meal stir fry. Yes. Real goals. Real goals. Let's let's update our vision boards and add these chefs on there. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Yay, it's Messy Mondays. Welcome, everybody. Episode number 25. 25, 25. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fantastic. I'm so excited. I feel like I'm in a really good mood, number one, even though I'm so sorry for everyone in the Northeast, in certain parts of of the West Coast. I know the weather has sucked. I get it. It's been cold and it's been snowing in certain places, but the weather in Miami is the best right now. Don't do that. It's so nice out here. Like, it makes me so happy. Like, it's starting to warm up. People are starting to go to the beach. It's not humid yet. You know, the humidity is coming in March. So, it's not there yet. So, it's like really nice weather right now. So, it's, it's putting me in a good mood. Don't make me jealous. Well, today actually is a very beautiful day. It has not rained in about three days. Nice, yeah. Which is great. Very nice. So it's nice and beautiful, but it is 40 degrees. It is cold. Yeah. It feels like fall. It's like a real yeah. fall feel. But it must um, be nice for your hair. 
It is. It is nice for my hair. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's a nice, like, I'm just going to put this coat, like a, like a, like a windbreaker on or like a nice jacket or a long sleeve. That's right. where we're at right now. We're not freezing temperatures like people in New York. And shout outs to my sister. Good mm. luck to you. Because people want me to go over there for my birthday. And I was like, why would I celebrate my birthday in the cold when I'm already <laughs> in the cold? <laughs> not doing this. Right. So I'm, I'm jealous though. Get your tan on. I'm over here taking my vitamin D three. Yes. You know to what? Shout that out sun. to your education and realizing that Americans have a problem with vitamin D. Like, oh, yeah. we all need vitamin D, and a lot of it is because we're always hiding from the sun for reasons that are out of our control. It's winter, the there's building. no sunlight, they're always in the building. We work in the daytime when the sun is out. So, yeah, obviously, we, we can't be in the sun like that. And obviously, overexposure to the sun is bad for you. We're all educated enough to know that. However, we do need it, we do need sunlight. Yeah. And vitamin yep. D deficiencies is huge in this country. Huge. What my vitamin D vitamins don't do is give me some color because I look pale as hell <laughs> up these streets. I went to try on some Fenty and I was like moving more and more down the line to the left. Because you're than your I was real complexion right. now. You're your no. real complexion. That's this what the pale? truth is. No, because no. that's no, I get it because my true complexion, the real one, I'm just like, who is this ghost in the mirror? Like, yeah. I'm like, who are you? The what real is complexion. this? Yes. No. I'm supposed to be, I'm technically like the most, the most tannest one out of all my family members. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to look like them. That yeah. is the problem. <laughs> I'm like, I am not that white. Yeah. I'm losing all types. I was like, no. I'm telling Especially you. my face. I was like, I cannot wait, wait to just like touch sand and feel the sun in like my pores. You know, when you yeah, feel yeah, it, yeah. you're like, oh, that's hot. I can't yeah. wait for that And it's day. so nice to have a sun-kissed type of bl- yes. tone to your skin. It's a beautiful yes. thing. That is very Miami of you. Very sun-kissed yeah. color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, I really do. Lo- I cannot believe how much I love living in Miami. Like, it's just something that I appreciate so much, especially now in these very cold winters that we're having now. It is a really nice advantage to live in a place where the weather is consistently nice. It I is. never missed it until I left it. Yeah, you're right. I didn't realize it. I didn't realize how much I would miss it or how much I loved it until I actually moved and don't have it close to me anymore. You're right. Like that shit hits you. You're just like, God. But that's all of us. That's all. That's human. You don't know what you have until you lose it. Just, Appreciate Miami. Yeah. Appreciate Broward County. Appreciate yeah. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> in There's these a reason times why and in these winters, South Florida. Half the year. There's a reason yeah. why. Because it really mm-hmm. is the most pleasant place to be in the winter for sure. I told people I'm going to find my way back down there. So there's gonna I'm going to be back. It's just not right now. Right. I'm having a good time. Don't worry. <laughs> when, when, Like we said, with our, with our goals, with our money, girl, you'll buy yourself a home here and be able to work somewhere yes. else. Yes. Add it to the vision board. <laughs> this vision board is a poster right now. It is a huge poster. <laughs> huge poster. Because add that one. No, yeah, for sure. But also, guys, thank you so much for supporting episode number 24. It was awesome. It was really fun um, talking about the naughtiness of the male stripper entertainment. Um, it was it was cool. I, I really appreciated that someone that's so outside of our social circle was able to enlighten us. That was really cool. Um, shout out to I am Karez. We really appreciate you being so honest on our episode and for those of you who haven't tuned in please make sure to because it was very interesting and it was it was a cool topic um and also it was kind of 
um, important for us to start discussing um, the stripper taboo um, of how people don't want to really have that conversation, especially the culture here in Miami, which we're going to get into later. We're very accepting of strippers here. So, yeah. you know, it might as well start having a conversation about it because it's, it's a very acceptable lifestyle down in Miami for sure. Uh, now, aside from that, guys, for those of you who follow us, we really appreciate it. For those of you who are listening to us for the very first time, thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. Messy Monday's podcast is our IG name. Make sure to Follow us on that because we'll keep you up to date on our brand new episodes. You can follow myself at showme underscore ENT and my partner uh, at lovemarley underscore. And um, subscribe for the ability to listen to our episodes again in the future. Once you subscribe, you don't even need us to hit you up and say, hey, did you listen? You're going <laughs> to get it automatically, which is truly what we really need. We need your support. Thank you. Thank you. So today... We're going to continue the love of Miami that we've had in this yeah, <laughs> in yeah. our pre-conversation. And we're going to dive a little deep into love and hip-hop Miami. And I had such excitement when this was announced. And we've known out in the streets of Miami that this was something coming up. Yeah. Like, it's always, it's been heard for, like, maybe since 2016, end of 2016. Like, it was a, the rumors have been out there for a while about it before it actually came out. And so my excitement was through the roof because my expectation, I think, was a lot higher than the other ones. And I stopped watching a lot of the other yeah, love yeah. and hip hops. Like I fell off from that. Yeah, Realistically, yeah. like Safari walking around with the fur all day with no shirt is like, <laughs> is like, I know that's Safari's personality, actually. Like I believe he's a little extra because he actually is a good artist if you really try to listen to him. But it was just a lot to do. And, like, there's just little things. I was just like, I can't do this every day. Yeah. Right? And and the whole, and the whole every, every episode there's a female set fighting. It's like, in real life, honey, how many times are you in a physical fight <laughs> as a woman? Like, honestly, I don't live my life like this. No, so that's what like, I'm where saying. Where is this happening at that women are always fighting? And you got money, per se, and I put that in quotation marks. Or you're, like, popping... I put in quotation marks. Or you just spend mad money on your hair, bitch. Like, what's going on? And the one thing you want to do is go pop off and fight at somebody. And you just got your nails done. Your makeup is done. Your eyebrows intact. Your hair is done. And These bitches have $400 wigs on. These bitches have $500 extensions in your head. Like, let's be serious right now. And you over here letting somebody rip that off your head? Like, it's like, I understand that sometimes you can't control your temper. But this is not realistic. This is not realistic. Exactly. And maybe the editors need to do a little bit better, but that's a whole other subject. And we're not going to talk about the people behind this. Well, no, we will talk about the people behind the scenes. <laughs> the devils that control this. The yeah. devils. Uh, what does Charlemagne call her? Uh, Mona the devil. Right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mona yeah, Scott the devil. She's definitely exploding motherfuckers. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. we're going to dive deep into Love and Hip Hop Miami. We're going to talk about this season. Yeah. Um, so, I think first off, it's. What's the real Miami? Right. Right. And, and I what think we that consider that real Miami. This is a, a unique season because I have been watching Love and Hip Hop since Chrissy and Jim Jones. You feel me? Like, I, I know the origination of the Love and Hip Hop thing. And before it became super ratchet and Erica Mena started being the one that popped off. Let's be honest here. Erica Mena was like the first one to be like the real rowdy bitch that fuck bitches up on TV. Top. 
real shit. She started the whole trend. And Get that was genuine. Credit. And you could tell this genuine because you could see the twinkle in her eye a little crazy. Sati <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. She's, she's, we love you, Erica, but. You're gorgeous. Girl. You're gorgeous. Girl. No one can take that away from you. But sometimes you act real ugly. Yes, she does. She has a very ugly way of carrying herself sometimes. But that has made her relevant. And hopefully with growth and time, maybe she's changed. But um, I don't know. But I remember, I know that she stood out to me as being like the first rowdy bitch on TV um, in this particular subject matter. Now, the uniqueness of Miami, let's talk about that. Um, I think it's really dope that they chose Miami to be another city where they had love and hip hop. Because of the simple fact that Miami does kind of live a lifestyle of a love and hip hop, quote unquote, world. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, there's a big urban community influence down here. Um, this is a really big city. Um, it's actually the second largest, fastest growing city in the country. People don't know that. Um, Miami's blowing up. Uh, um, I can tell you personally, because I've been living in South Florida for a while now. Um, in the past 10 years, you wouldn't even fathom the growth. Not at all. You wouldn't even fathom it. Like, this is unbelievable what's going on down here. That sounds similar to what's happening here in Seattle, but in Miami, it's people are adapting, assimilating to the culture that is Miami, and I think that's what makes it a little bit more, a little bit better. Which is creating a culture in itself. Yeah, instead instead of impacting the culture in a different way and changing it too much. I think that's what's happening. But people do have it confused that Miami's just a party lifestyle all the time and that like right. people don't have regular ass jobs right. and that all we do is go to a 24-hour nightclub, which we've all done it probably. Right. <laughs> but there's more to Miami than what you see and on TV and what not, meets the eye. And what I think I really enjoy the most, shout out to Trick and Trina. We're definitely going to talk about them because they're a huge part of the show and a huge part of the culture right here. Is that it's true. Miami is not South Beach. And it is not no. Collins and Washington and Ocean Drive. Guys, if anything, if you're really from out here, you won't even go there like that. Because it's like there's no. too many tourists. It's, it's overpriced. The food is horrible. The food sucks in South Beach. <laughs> And the drinks suck. Don't let nobody tell you anything else. Take this from this podcast. Yeah. The food on Collins Ave is so... It's gross. Trash. Forget about ocean. If you are facing... Forget about ocean. If you're looking... On at the water from where you're sitting, you're eating at the trashiest restaurant. The food is disgusting. It's gross and overpriced. And they're gouging you and they want your money. And the drinks are pure sugar. Sugar makes seltzer. There is nothing to it. It is disgusting. And you're just basically getting tipsy and messed up because of all the sugar you're putting in your drink. Because sugar makes you more drunk. It just does because sugar is the true true addiction in this country and the true poison and the true thing that (laughs) is really killing us (laughs) like that's really the true poison. and that's true but like guys take it from the experts don't be a tourist if you come out here that's like the food is just like there's more than just south beach there is so so much much more more. there's so much more and there's so much to explore yeah and there's islands to go to like there's just so much more to it like i can't like i can't wait for the next time another group of friends of mine come out here and I show them like so much more. There's so much more to do out here than like what you guys come out and spend money to do. Like there's so much more. There's there's actually culture here that you haven't even been exposed to. And it's like I really like that Love and Hip Hop Miami is taking place here because I feel like it may open 
the thinking and the broadness that people were not aware of out here. Yeah. Um, shout out to Trick and Trina. Let me say that. Um, the king and queen. Some people think that they're old school, outdated. And in some ways, I may agree that I may not necessarily listen to their music anymore. It may not be something that I pop in the, you know, in the player or in my playlist as I drive down the street. But what I can say is that you have to give credit when credit is due. And um, Slip and Slide Records, Trick Daddy, um, Trina are names that always come up in every relevant conversation that has to do with music from Miami. So you must give credit when credit is due. Just like Uncle Luke is something that you have to yes. give credit to. So it is what it is. Like they're pioneers of the people that started or whatever. In my experience, when I used to work at the radio station, there was not a moment that an artist wouldn't some way, somehow mention Trina. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like it's like something that you had to give respect to. Like even new artists that come from Miami and like we would interview them or whatever the case may be, Trina would come up. You know what I'm saying? Like Trina will come up as like some type some type of a, a catalyst mm-hmm. of of a person that you respect. Is the truth. Trina for some reason is like out of the conversation when it comes to like female hip hop artists. Is. She is, I and I don't you. know why. And I think uh, we may be the only ones sometime that register Trina. And I see sometimes people leave out Eve out of the conversation, right? Like how like, Very so when, like I was like, there's Remy and I know Remy just came out and it's popping and that's why it's kind of a little bit more hyped up and there's Nikki, but like there's Kim, but there's also Trina and Eve need to be put in those true. conversations true, because they that? are huge parts of what hip hop is, especially Miami. Trina is like, Man, you were like nine years old. Will you know now? Like, right. you don't know the start of that song. You know what I'm saying? The baddest bitch. You know what I the mean? Like, she's been having a big butt. You know what I mean? Like, she been. Been. She ben. came out with her. Been. Been. Like, this is nude with the injections with all these girls. But Trina been that bitch with that body that still look good. Yeah. And let's be honest. I don't know if anyone else feels these sentiments, but for me personally, I always feel as if Trina's a really nice person and she's been dealt shitty cards and I feel bad for her sometimes. It's like, yo, you're, you're dope. And like people keep giving you these shitty ass situations and like not giving you the respect that you deserve sometimes, or you've been treated poorly by men and you shouldn't have cause you really a In dope the public person. Eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I really honestly think she's a nice person. Like if we met her in real life, I bet you she's nice. She seems super cute. Like super sweet like she's she's fright like the people she's even friends with that she's associated with makes you even see that she, or tells you that like she is a sweet person like she's a I genuine agree. person i think like one of her people like in her group of friends is like lala and kelly Rowland. like and then you got trina in right. that same group that gives right. you that how she fit in that group is because she's a genuine person correct and you can tell that and i can <clears throat> and i can i can also appreciate when a woman is comfortable with just being who she is and Mm -hmm. i admire that and i feel like i get that from trina um personally i know we're probably reaching because we don't know her on a one-on-one level but i really like that she's on love and hip-hop and this is another avenue for people to actually get to know her and i really wish her the best and she is a miami girl you know what i'm saying and it's like shout out to the city shout out to being from here and shout out to being a girl that looks like a girl that lives out here you know what i'm saying she looks like the girls that live out here for real for real yeah and it's like she's an origination of that and trick daddy 
I personally, when I was a kid, you know, I'm from New York, so I don't have that same relationship with Trick Daddy that others do. But I do respect the fact that a lot of people out here owe so much to Trick Daddy. Seriously, like people really sit here and appreciate what that man has done. We wouldn't have Pitbull. There you go. If it wasn't for Trick Daddy, people. So all y'all who love Mr. Three Hundred Five International, Trick Daddy and Pitbull have that alignment. Like there's there's a, there's a lot that comes. Like Trick Daddy was a major impact in a lot of Miami hip hop, just as much as Luke, but in a yes. different format. Like these are different areas. So and what's that website that? What no, not website. Trick Daddy's first album was like something something dot com. <laughs> okay. And I'll never forget that. And I had those CDs. I had that CD. And I remember having that CD and playing that. Trick love the kids, people. Trick love Trick them kids. Love the kids. I've always known that Trick love the kids. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, that's, that's cool. And, like, honestly, there's a whole culture of Miamians, guys, South Floridians that love conch salads and lobster oh. and shrimp and you <gasps> know we live the, by the ocean and did i send you the link about the lady who has like the pineapple and she opens it and it's like a conch salad like she makes conch salad oh my in the God, middle of the street but she's like in the middle of the hood and it's like this big ass pineapple that opens in half what and she i gotta send you the link it send was it to super me. I would love cute that. i would love like that. i would be like i would definitely drive by yeah. and pick that up you can tell people just come out their house. I gotta the send best food is in the hood. I don't know what anybody's <laughs> talking about. But like seriously, like there's a whole culture out here. Like seafood is huge in South Florida because we live by the ocean. So a lot of people here, there's a lot of Caribbean influence. So people eat a lot of seafood here. A lot of people love like this. It's one of the best parts about living in a city like this is that at you know two in the morning you're gonna drive by like a person that has like a pit and he's making jerk chicken and it's just like just you know what i'm saying like this just i can't find things. that here you they can't don't do that here you can't find that in a lot of places oh but my out God. here the weather permits it and things are different so it's like we we have those spots after the club that they sell in you know oh. the 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 finger lickings you know what i mean like we have that and that's really dope and i like <laughs> and i like that trick is exposing that and i really appreciate it, and I can only imagine how others that are actually from here, natively born here, that they really appreciate it even more. So I think it's awesome that we still give them the king and queen title down here. And I feel like they do deserve it. It was well earned. And Trick is funny as hell. Let's just, let's admit that Trick is funny as hell. Like, on the show, he makes me laugh. He's a hot mess. I do wish Trick would take care of himself with his lupus. Because it yeah. shows off on the screen. Yeah. And you ever saw the Breakfast Club interview where he talks about... He just does and nothing to take care of himself. That's and sad. I hope he notices it takes it shows on the screen and yeah. you gotta take care of yourself. But he is hilarious and he's always been funny. Yeah. He's always just been cracking jokes. And I love there's a fat like a real actual family dynamic between yeah. him and Trina. And then Trina being his wife's cousin. Like right. all that alignment together. Like this is genuine. And this might be the genuine part of the show. This might be the only genuine. And if you notice, they don't get as much airplay because they shit ain't as messy. It's because it's real life. It's real life. And because it's real life. We get the production value and we get what matters is what's controversial. I understand that. But let's be honest here. Their situation is not as ratchet as the girls. You know what I mean? It's not it's the like, same. It's like real life. Like we have to go drive the kids. We got to figure out what we're doing. Yeah. We're picking up kids from school. Like it's just normal shit that people do on regular days. And they're artists. And so. also shout out to Gunplay. Gunplay is also a physical manifestation of a lot of these Miami boys. Like yes. I'm telling you guys, for those of you who don't know, 
Your stories <laughs> look like gunplay. I'm telling you right now, they do. Like, they got the dreads and they tatted up and they funny and they hood and they just And they're like, genuine. Ah, yeah, and, and they it's, cool yes. and like... That's what these boys look like out here. Like, I'm telling you, Gunplay, shout out to you because you are a true, true, true representation of some of these boys out here. Yeah. Honestly. I, you know what? That's that's what's actually really awesome about the dynamic of there's really select groups that are being, like, all areas of Miami are being shown on the show. Yes. Yes. 1,000. Right? Like, all areas. There's the kids who grew up privileged and have money and things like that. and then the Which kids is extremely common. Up, which is extremely common, common mm-hmm. right? And then, especially international money. Yeah. Like, that's a regular thing. Regular thing out here. <laughs> like, a these kids' thing. parents just give them a whole bunch of cash, and these kids are out here driving expensive vehicles, and they just blowing money, and they living their life. And that's, that happens. And that's real, genuine life right there. It is. And then they have they show the actual other side of Miami, but everyone in these two areas don't live... That whole, like what we were talking about, just being on South Beach. They know of everything yeah. else, right? Yeah. Everyone's aware of everything else, what is out there. So that's what I really like about the show. But Gunplay is pure. He's really good at representing where he comes from, where he's at, yes. where he's doing and things like that. I think you had mentioned there was an area where they were hanging out and you're just like, um. Ooh, that shit is hood. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the fact that they be at the office. You know how many times I've been to the office and got That's some wings? That's where I bugged like, out. Like, yo, this is the office. Such a hood strip club. Like, they were like, you know, so, so we meet. Yeah, they were like, we meeting at the office. I was like, I've been to the parking lot of the office. And Ladies I've and been, gentlemen. G- the I've been in the office. Guards, and I- they have AK-47s <laughs> the fucking. Like, when you go to a strip club and there's machine guns and the fucking security has bulletproof vests on guys you're in the fucking hood and the office is that i've been there plenty of shout outs to the office though getting like publicity yeah because the office has been like that nobody no one everyone went to g5 everybody goes to king of diamonds the locals go or to to the office or to tootsies yeah the the locals go to tootsies they go to the office um what's the scarlet's Oh like, yeah, I hate Scarlet's. No offense, Scarlet. <laughs> it's too druggy for me. It's it's wait, Scarlet's a two floor two story one. Uh, no, Scarlet's is the one that has. Uh, no offense to anyone, we're just stating facts. There's more white strippers in Scarlet's. Yes, um, there's a yes. lot. There's a bigger demographic of white strippers, and uh, it's more so. Honestly, I'm not trying to even act like drugs don't happen because drugs happen a lot in my everywhere. So everywhere, but like it's really what people do people come out here to do drugs like yeah they're like yo let's get fucked up in miami this weekend so it's like they come out here to get fucked up so it's like a lot of druggies people on molly's end up in scarlet's yeah it's not really my scene you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like that's the every you you if you are here long enough if you're looking for a certain type of vibe you know what where to go you know where to find it yeah so and another thing that we really want to shout out that's really unique about this season is that the gay community is really accepted in south florida and i think that it's, it's awesome that they have such a uh, like such a heavy storyline um, with a gay relationship, but it's 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 a part of Miami. Like it that's is. that's just a, a genuine, very genuine part of Miami. Very part of genuine, Miami. Very genuine. Um, of course, the Black Latino movement. Shout out to that. I'm extremely passionate about this movement, and uh, the stripper culture is uh, very mixed in the hip hop society, and it's very acceptable down here. So I think that that's pretty. I didn't Miami. realize. Miami tip was tip drill 
Right. So for those of you who don't know who Tip Drill is, um, Google. Yeah. Just, just, just Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the 2000s, right? Yeah. Like late 2000s, every song had the word tip drill. I need a tip drill. Drill. I need, I need a, a tip, tip drill. drill. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, and her name was, like, remember when Drake used to mention, like, a bunch of, like, girls' names and they were just, like, they just happened to be strippers. Yeah. That he was in love with at the clubs. And, like, he'd be like, I love Malaya. You'd be like, who? And I'd be like, that's the stripper at whatever, at KOD. Like, just yeah, random yeah, things. Yeah. I didn't realize that was Miami Tip in yeah. the show is Tip Drill. Shout out to Miami Tip. I want to take a moment to give you some credit. Um, you've been doing a lot of things out here that obviously not people from outside of our community may not know. But you are doing your thing. Like, I must give you that. I understand that you've been out for a while. You're super relevant. All that. Mm-hmm. Dope. But aside from everything, I think I like you the most. On this season. Really? I really do. You want to know why? Because I don't feel like that bitch is lying. Like I, she's just being... She's being herself. And a lot of these other girls on this show are posers and they trying to, you know, whatever. But I really believe her. Like, even when she's being whatever, you may not, you may or may not like her. But I really think she's being herself. Like, I, she translates to me that way. And I really like that about her. I think in her delivery when she's having conversations. So that's how I register things. So when people are having conversations with one another. So like I said, that um, there was a restaurant shoot or restaurant scene, ep- uh, scene yeah. where um, the two blonde girls, Jojo and the other one. Um, Veronica Vega. Veronica Vega. So they're sitting there, feet up on the table, um, like clapping, getting loud. But one's doing more than the other. And I'm like, well, the conversation doesn't seem very genuine. Like, this doesn't... And plus, what they were having conversation about is stupid. Like, there was nothing to argue it's about always there. stupid. It's just like loving... It was just trying to find something. 101. All the arguments are stupid. Yes. But I see what you're saying about Miami Tip is that because she's just telling you what it is and how right. it is. But she has less... I think she probably thinks of, like, I have. I don't want to set myself up to lose the fan base I have already by acting a certain way. It's not even that. I feel like she's just, she doesn't need to be a character. She could be who she is. Cause I think that she's entertaining in itself. I feel like it's funny that sometimes she's kind of like sarcastic and she kind of like does a little thing when she talks. I think she's entertaining. And it's <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like she's a stripper and like, she's also like, she's done shit on, I think she even has like her own podcast or something. We're gonna look that up. Oh, does she? I think cool. she has. She has things going on, and I feel like she has like a radio thing. She's she's doing her thing, and I really like her, and I really think that. Um, I don't know. She likes type. Of, she like the type of chick I would chill with. Real <laughs> shit. Like she's just cool. Like I like girls like that. Yeah. Like it's just like this. She's funny. She's cool, and like she don't really give a fuck. And I and I think that 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 she's she she to me, I feel like she's probably being the most honest on the show. On the show. Yeah. Well, shout outs to. Well, you're not tip drill anymore. Nah. But Miami tip. But we she had like the, it. She had like the tricks and stuff like that. If I recall, remember, like, and that's when Twitter was popping. Like, there were videos of her, like, making it pop. Like, she might have been the first one to reach the rooftop and drop to the ground. Yeah. I don't know. And she can jump like a motherfucker. She, she can dance. <laughs> <laughs> she's some real Miami shit. Yeah. When you be like, she can jump like a motherfucker. <laughs> When Drake put out that jug song. Shout out yeah. to Drake to, to yeah. out there supporting Miami. And people were mad. Making me miss home so yeah. much. 
Yeah. And everyone wondering why you ain't going to Broward though and donating out there. All my friends was like, but there's a whole other county. But shout outs to him for actually putting out work. Yeah. And and actually being in the communities. And I'm hoping it's not a publicity stunt. I believe Drake more than anything to not be publicity. Shout outs to where did Miami Senior High to my University of Miami he was at. So yeah, I'm really sure. jealous that you guys are that close. I know. You could have got some groceries, $1,000 in I groceries. Mean, he used to live across the street from the American Airlines Arena. He used to live in the condo, the condo yeah. building that's right directly across from it. Mario Chalmers actually ended up buying his condo from him, which is a Heat player. Um, and that is literally way too close to where I live right now for me not to bump into Drake. You feel <laughs> me? It's like Drake. <laughs> You know what I mean? You make me walk my dog by the building just in case you coming down. I know, and I know like like it is crazy. You know how we know like these stupid facts. Like I know the building that Pharrell lives in and the building that Missy Elliott lives in. Like dumb shit. Like like this is some dumb Miami things that people know. But like that's that building. That's that one. When you do the the boat tours, be like those are people's houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what that is. You know what? And shout out to Pharrell. I've had the pleasure of meeting him one time out here in Miami when I was hanging out. Nicest guy ever. He's the nicest awesome. guy ever. This guy, he was like so polite because my friend was like, Can I take a picture with you? He was like, Yo, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm kind of just getting dinner because I was at Gigi's. Shout out to Gigi's in Midtown. Um, <laughs> and I was just ordering some sushi and he went in there to pick up his food to go. And when he was in there, like the staff was like, Yo, like, don't bother him. Like, he comes here all the time. Please let him just be. Let him be. Yeah. And like, when we went up to him to talk to him, he was so sweet. He's like, Look, I'm just trying to get dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, can I, can I live type shit? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. But he was the nice, one of the nicest people on that caliber of celebrity that I've ever met. Really? That's nice awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Well, Miami always on the map, though. Yeah, always for sure. Always on the map. Speaking of native artists, yes. we have to shout out, especially I know you guys in Broward, you guys used to love Pretty Ricky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's talk about Pretty Ricky and the band drama before we even get into the storyline on Love and Hip Hop. The 954. The 954. Um, so for those of you who don't know and who are probably were born in 2000, <laughs> <laughs> I feel... I feel like those are the only people who don't know who Pretty yeah. Ricky is because there, there are if you look at Twitter feeds people are like I never know this band before never heard them. I'm like how like 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 how yeah you're right and in 2005 Pretty Ricky had all of us especially Pleasure P his voice is beautiful I just want to share that Pleasure P has a really good voice what's that song boyfriend number two I don't want to be a boyfriend whatever anyways yeah. they have hits they have hits Pretty Ricky is a, a four man group three rappers technically and one singer, lead man, Pleasure P. Um, they broke up back in around, I remember it saying 2011, 2012-ish, but on and off. They've had this on and off relationship between each other. And they are actual brothers within the group. So Spectacular and Baby Blue are actual siblings. And then, um, damn, Slickum is... Like an adopted brother or something like that. Anyways, oh, okay. and Pleasure that P is a part That's of interesting. It. He's an adopted cousin. Like those kind of um, thing. So, the group disbanded back in 2012-ish around there. And mostly because, and I think they highlighted this in the show, or maybe I was watching Extra Clip, really because Pleasure P was on his money game. Like, he was on the run. Like, he's like, I'm trying to live a normal life. I'm trying to blow up. And he was trying to be on the trajectory of making it happen. He's the when Justin the Timberlake up- of... Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's yes. the Justin Timberlake of that group. 
great. He's the Beyonce of Destiny's Child. He's the Romeo yes. of Aventura. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But don't get it. Here's the fun fact that's actually most recent. Um, Spectacular, the shorter one. Shout out to Spectacular <laughs> and Jamie. I've had the pleasure of meeting them both and oh, really? going to a wedding. I actually know, I don't know Spectacular. I know his, his wife or his soon-to-be wife more. She's best friends with a friend of mine. So um, we were all hanging out. We've we've chilled. We've we've done the wedding thing and all that. Jamie's actually a really dope person. She's one of those girls that's super pretty, but that's super <laughs> cool. You're like, damn, that's I awesome. love super cool, pretty girls. So like, she's, she's cool as <laughs> fuck. And she got he, the whole package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she's ride or die for, for Spec, for sure. And Spec is actually a really nice guy. So no complaints. And what's great about him is that like, he has his own business. He was on the Forbes list, people, of his business. LA, so, they, they, they taking over in LA. They, they running things. And yeah, they His are. business is just, um, forgot the name of it, but they take care of celebrity they accounts. Do. Mm-hmm. Right, so your Facebooks and those Instagrams—they like they manage those, which is great. Digital marketing, world, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, he doesn't have to be in the group, but he wants to be in the group. Like, there's a different, yeah, and there's, mm-hmm. you can see that in them. And for me, I hate that there's this girl in the middle, but you know, because I don't feel like that storyline is Who's genuine. I? Yes, yes, I'm not because I think sure. the band actually has promise if you have pleasure p in there you guys have promise of making it or bringing sending out some hits once again like you can put out one or two more hits i agree i mean i may not be your target audience any longer because i've kind of grown out of like that that area but if the music is good the music's gonna be good true right and plus right now it's kind of like uh the era of things coming back that were from the past type of vibe yes there's a lot of like revamping yeah but this isn't too old luckily i don't mm-hmm. feel this is too old like when they're talking about bringing back martin that shit's old and don't do that that's stupid it's i mean they're idea. bringing back roseanne how when the dad is dead i don't they're understand bringing back roseanne and the big bang theory is the biggest show in the country i need to see what they're gonna do with that character because <gasps> you know that darlene's, darlene's man is, is now leonard on big ba- oh my on god big bang just- theory yeah. I would love see, to see how they're going to do this. Wait a minute. What? I completely and forgot. No one's leaving the Big Bang Theory. Come on. No. Cash you know cow. how much money they... Like, <laughs> they make more than a... The country. They make like a million an episode. They're yeah, they're, they're the new friends. 100%. Yeah. We... Whatever. We'll have an episode... We'll have a convers- uh, an episode about revamping shows that don't need to be revamped and how this really works out. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. So... I think Pretty Ricky does have an opportunity to come back out again. I say get the bullshit out the middle. And I think right now this episode, might, these shows might have been filmed a while back and that yeah. may have changed now. Yeah. But I think they genuinely do want to meet in the middle and actually come back together. I think there's enough talent in that group for them to create a buzz. And I think that also there's no competition right now for them. There's no like male R&B group. Like it, they all fell off. B two K, where they at? <laughs> yeah, that that shit got ugly though. That B two K, yeah, that was that was. There was damn. a whole lot of rape allegations. There was a lot going on with that. There is. There was yes, people there with is. mental health issues. Like there was a lot going it wasn't, on. Wasn't wasn't he threat? Wasn't one of them threatening to jump out the window in China? Yeah, he, like, he right? the the light skinned one. No no offense. I have no idea what your name is at this moment. 
But um, I know you were like... I don't know his name either. He was like suicidal and mental... He had mental health issues. He he was battling a few things. And he was like tweeting away. I'm telling yeah. you, Twitter back in the day, told you everybody told you everything they were doing. Until they realized then. that that just stays out there for the rest of your life. And archived. Yeah. And, and then people slow down with Twitter when they realize that. That's just that. People be like, back in 2010, you tweeted. You're like, what? <laughs> I was drunk. You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of here. Um, you hate women. <laughs> no, I don't. You know what I mean? It's and that like, was when Twitter yeah. was small, too. There was a yeah. time and point where that was small. But I do think Pretty Ricky has the real talent to actually put out another song, put something out. I can, I be mean, the I'll 112 support. again. Like, a 112 yeah, came yeah. back out. I think they can be on that trajectory of it. I think that there's enough ears in the music industry, lovers that would support their music. And I feel like, like you said, Pleasure Pete is very talented. So why not give this guy an opportunity to to bless us with his really nice talent? And at the end of the day, um, because I've had the opportunity to see that Speck and Jamie are dope people, I want them to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? Like, it's it's cool. I mean, loving hip-hop is just a way of being exposed. It doesn't mean that they're not real artists, because sometimes people don't really take loving hip-hop people as real artists. They think that they're just gimmicky. But Pretty Ricky's a real band. It's a, Yeah, that's a real Like a real, real band. band. And just they like- were... Super Trina relevant. and Trick were are real. Gunplay is real. Yes. Pretty Ricky is real. Amara La Negra is real. She is those real. Are real. Those, those are real. Those are artists. List of real artists. Not so much with other artists in other seasons from other cities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? However, these are people that, and which is one thing I do like about Love and Hip Hop Miami for sure. Speaking of the Shay storyline, Shay, first of all, it bothers me, Marley, when these girls that have been on other seasons of other shows dating other men trying to compete. It's like, to me, it's like, are you a bitch just on a reality star type of quest to be relevant all the time? Or are you really fucking with people because people should know who the fuck you are? Because I really can't stand that these flavor of love bitches be coming back. (laughs) Like... I'm, I'm sorry. You were trying to get with Flavor Flav. I will never forget that. I will never forget that, bitch. You do anything for a check. You will do anything for a check. If you're telling me that you are willing to make out with Flavor Flav on national <laughs> television, guys, come on, son. I'm not even trying to be an asshole right now, but let's be real here. That takes a special type of fucking character in a person to say i'll do anything to be on tv she's a, I, I don't care for her in this like i think that i think the there's a couple parts within this show that i just please skipping. bucky sit down yeah and someone should call her bucky come on like, bucky like there's certain parts of the show that i skip and anytime her face is in on the tv i'm like skip and why like, is she like forward. always like I'm a savage I'm a show these bitches bitch I get it but like I don't believe you you feel me I don't believe you I'm sure these bitches don't believe you either and it's like ugh. who are you who are you like why are you why are you telling little scrappy that he's not allowed to work with the Asian duo bitches like who are you who are you yeah who like well, are why, you? why are you running people and telling them what to do and you fucking up all of Pleasure P's chances and money. Like, you're just in the way. She you're is, just there. You're just there for show. This is why some women have bad luck in having relationships. I'm going to spit some knowledge right now. Whenever you 
assume your position without it being given to you, people don't want to give it to you. You can't just go up in some man's life that you just met and said, oh, you're not allowed to do this, that, and the fourth because you already know because I said so. You can't talk to a man like that. I'm no. so sorry, honey. Mm-mm. I don't know where that work at. I don't <laughs> know where that shit has ever, ever given you a positive result. But men of color do not take well to that. Mm-mm. I personally don't see men of color liking that. And I'm not saying that any other race thinks it's okay. But because that's the pool of people that I personally know, I don't think that that works well. Like... It's just not something that people feel... Imagine if somebody came up to you, Marley, and said, oh, you know what? From now on, you can't do A, B, and C because I fucking said so. You're going to be like, hold on. Who are you? Who are you? One. Like, I'm like, Mm-mm. I can love you to pieces, but why are you speaking to me like that? Mm-hmm. And I don't like that about her. Like, I don't like that about her at all. She's one of the ones that just doesn't feed pot, like, genuine when off the TV screen. It doesn't seem anything. I guess And your neither, wig though. is pretty bad, girl. Ugh. I don't know if anybody told you. I don't know if anybody helped you. But your wigs have been really, really bad. Can we also safely say that the Jamaican girl Gabby is clearly an opportunist? Yeah, that's another. Like, again, this that storyline has been of no interest to me. There's storylines in this show that I have, like, checked out of. Like, I'm like, I'm going to work around. I'm going to yeah. skip through. I'm going to pass this. Because that's one that I'm just like, why? No, no. First of all, she no. first the first time she came out on the show, she told Pleasure P that she came out there because she wanted to get to know mm-hmm. whether or not they would have a future again and that she mm-hmm. was interested in pursuing. I.e., I saw that she was getting back with Pretty Ricky and y'all were going to be on Love of Hip Hop and that she was going to be popping, so therefore I came. That's I called what just on time. Mm-hmm. All right, that's number one. And then when she spoke to Prince, um, which is a dog... Um, when she spoke to <laughs> Prince and she said, I'm here because I want to pop off my modeling career and I want to like be relevant. Mm, yes, we all have different dreams in life. Honey, pick a story. Pick a story. Are you here because you're really into Pleasure P or are you here because you see a check possibility and you know you're a beautiful girl and love and hip hop would fucking soak you up because you're mad pretty? Like, it's like... What is the story for real? Like, I can't stand the fakeness. I can't stand it. Ugh, it's gross. The fact that they continue to play on on it, too. Like, I think for me, it's like, are the produ- but are the producers putting up for it, or is that just her? Right. Well, these people, we already know that these... Look, guys, I'm all about trash TV, but we must all admit that this is just... This is not. So My trash... Yeah, my trash TV is Real Housewives, Married to Medicine, um, whatever that summer house one with those people in the Hamptons. Like, I love Bravo reality TV. Yeah, I, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I love, but it looks like Bravo doesn't set it up. If anything happens, you can tell when, like, like Nene and Kim set it up themselves. Like, you can tell when they're, the production is set up versus when... The cast sets it up. I mean, the production, Does that make sense? the production helps a little bit to make the show make sense. They have to give you... Um, Setups. Yeah, and they have, to, they have to be like, okay, at this event, let's have character A, B, C, and D here because there was already fusion, so let's try to see what's happened with that. Yeah, they do do that, and I understand they still have to make a TV show, so there has to be direction. However, um, the love and hip-hop is so... 
so fucking staged that it's like clearly this didn't naturally happen. Like yeah. this is not yeah. a natural situation. Yeah. Ugh. It's a lot. But look, good luck. Good luck to Pretty Ricky. Yes. Um, you're one of our faves growing up. So, man, when the when the clubs used to be like it's five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, eh. They had a bad hits. I'm not gonna lie. They had some hits. They had when hits you're driving. They were really, really big here in Florida. Huge, huge, huge in Florida, and I oh, must yeah. give them that. And they like, perform at schools. They yeah. performed anywhere. For sure. Anywhere. So, we want you guys to make it. So shout out to you guys. Now, another subject that I think is extremely um, the meat and the bread and butter of this season is the mm-hmm. Black Latino movement. Um, let's talk about this. Um, Afro-Latino. Here's the thing with my stance on this. I will say this. There's huge, huge racism in the Latino community. Um, a lot of people still have this perception that lighter is better. Um, and this is not an American thing. This is something that happens in our countries as well. And um, I'm not proud of it, but it is part of our history. Um, we just don't necessarily have the same type of history here. So that's why people don't know. But if you talk to people from our original countries and you, you listen to the stories of the prejudice that has taken place there, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I can speak as a Dominican person is that we have a class system issue more so than a color thing. Um, it's more so money and, you know, what last name you have and what part of the island are you from? And, you know, that last process. name is a huge thing. Huge thing. So I think as a class system thing, not proud of it. That's the truth. Um, it's a little different for Dominicans to have an issue with complexion because of the versatility in our island. Um, we are more exposed to dark-skinned people, and we're more exposed to our family being blended. Um, if you look at a like a identification card from the Dominican Republic, they have cards that say the type of Dominican that you are. The difference is that we have a category for a lot of different complexions. It's not black and white. They have like Indio. They have, um, which means like a, a person that has a certain type of tone, which is a little more tan. They have black. They have white because they just do it so that they can find you type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like here where wherever you are, you must identify Hispanic, this, that, and the fourth. It's just, it's just a different dynamic. Um, I have had friends um that when we were growing up everyone thought they were black because they didn't know anything else and Mm -hmm. we were just used to it you know like in new york it's like yeah there's a bunch of dark-skinned dominicans like so (laughs) many like my two of my best friends growing up i didn't realize we're dark dominicans until everybody started telling me they were dark dominicans i'm like they're just dominicans (laughs) i'm like so what you know what i mean but it's like um, I understand this subject because of the simple fact that my friends that I love dearly and that are like my family and that I've never cared what complexion they were, that doesn't matter at all to me. Um, I can understand how sometimes they have to put up with certain stereotypes and it's difficult and it's hard and certain Latinos may not want to embrace them because of the fact that they're dark. Um, I've had Latino friends that, um, have dated a black guy American black guy and they've been in love and they've broken up with them because they know that their family wouldn't accept that person and that their family would think that it wasn't a a good move 
for the betterment of their race. So these things are real. So I must shout out this particular season for shining light on a subject that is unfortunately a real reality. I do appreciate that this season has shine a light on that. And especially Amanda Alegra being like that centerfold of it. Yeah. Because she is a big artist. Like she is a well-known artist, especially in Dominican Republic and especially in a lot of Latin countries. I mean, that song that she had out was ginormous. And she's very pretty. Extremely pretty. And yes, that is her real color. Yes, that is not like she has her makeup on, of course, obviously, but that is her. And she it's unfortunate she had to put out that proof of like old images like of herself as a child and all those things because people didn't get that but just because we understand i understand people aren't aware if you're not like culturally if you live in a flyover state you don't know that there are dominicans or latinos there's colombians there's so many people of different shades of colors because that's just how the world kind of functions. People travel right. and there's a thing called slavery that happened that, that just happen. migrated and moved people and the Spanish conquerors also that are white with blue eyes who have spread themselves everywhere too. Like there are variations. There my are. family in particular, if you look on mostly my mom, well, if you look at my father, my mother's side, my grandma is black. My grandfather is white with green eyes. Right. Mm -hmm. And then on my father's side, my grandparents are both white with brown eyes. So and they all come from the Dominican Republic. Correct. You can't tell them nothing else. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard explaining to them. That's what it's like to be Dominican. But that's what it is. And I mean, we've all experienced things that people don't understand or don't understand our culture when it comes to a Caribbean country, Caribbean Latinos. They don't understand, like, how do we like reggaeton? Like, how does... I had one person be like, that's just reggae. You guys are stealing from reggae. But like, no, but we come from the Caribbean. We're from the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Like, I enjoy reggae because I can listen to a Dominican artist that has the same appeal, the same direction as... I'm just going to say, like, Bob Marley. Bob Marley is huge in DR. There's music. Like, like we have reggae. Not reggaeton. We have reggae music. Bob Marley is huge in the Dominican Republic. Huge. But that's because it's a Caribbean culture. Like, there's these traditional things that get sent around and passed around within the Caribbean area. Right. Um, Colombians, Cubans, there's variations of shades of those people as yeah. well. For right? sure. And we all use, like, Afro beats in our music also. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, people don't get that. And because you're, I don't want to call anyone ignorant, but you're not aware of this information like just be open to it so people's reaction on social media could probably just be to get attention but just be being open to understanding and learning these things and i will say i have experienced within a family sense those with a lighter shade that others get a little bit more love and help than others i will share that it is a true thing yeah um my like we've have gone through this a lot and i have seen it happen with my own eyes where attention um, getting away with things, letting things happen, things that ma- that do occur is easier for one than it is for the rest. It's it's unfortunate, but it's because of the older folks, you know, whether it be aunts and uncles who are maybe like in their 80s, 70s, their way of seeing things is very different. But because I'm a first generation American, yeah, right? 
I myself and who any one of my cousins or things like that we see things and we know what's right and wrong. Correct. Or we we're more aware of right and wrong that sits in the culture of American culture than it does in the Caribbean culture. Because if we were in DR, it would be the normal thing. Right. It would be you treat that one person who's lighter different than the rest because. It's just the way the trajectory goes sometimes. I mean, this the saying of <clears throat> aclarando la raza, meaning oh. lighten the culture, lighten the race, yes. better the race, is a real thing that Spanish it's a real people thing. say. Yes. Like, lighten yes. it up. You feel me? Like, the goal is to lighten up the race. And it's like, that's fucking terrible. And it could be the most darkest person ever telling you that you need to lighten up. You'd be like, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> And that's where bleaching becomes a problem. Sammy yes. Sosa mm. is the prime example of that and the most unfortunate thing ever. And that to us in the American side of it, as American Dominicans, that bothers us. It's, it's embarrassing. The lightning, it's, it bothers us mm-hmm. because we saw nothing wrong with that nothing. man. Nothing. Nothing was wrong with him. Nothing, nothing wrong with that man. But what he saw probably growing up and what he heard growing up. Yeah. And now he has the money to do these things. He was even wearing like green contacts and blue contacts. Yeah. It's insane. Because I'm well sure growing up, he's heard it all. He's felt it all. Yeah. And now he's like, I'm an adult. I've did my life. I got money and I'm going to lighten my skin. And that is probably. It blows your mind. It blows your mind. It's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, and, and I, it's unfortunate like it's such a like a big star like Sammy Sosa who yeah. was like such a huge, such a huge part of the Dominican Republic. Yeah, what mm-hmm. everything, everything, everything to us. Yeah, did something. Yeah, it it definitely it embarrassed me. Um, it made me feel bad for the people that I know and that I love and that other Dominican children that are growing up now with darker complexions believing that there's something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing I've loved so much about being Dominican my whole life is that we are black, white, and other. Like, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that about us. I like that when I'm in a room, the one thing we all have in common is our swag. You can tell a Dominican from afar. We got this swag You can about be us. any color complexion. They'll be like, you're yeah. Dominican. They'll be like, yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, I am. Thank you. Thank you. Like, that's Thank the dope part about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. I, I I, don't have, fortunately, I don't have that drilled into my brain. I wasn't contaminated by my family that way. I wasn't poisoned as a child to mm-hmm. believe that there was something wrong with that. Um, yes, like you, my grandfather's black. And my grandmother is a thick-ass, light-skinned woman. You feel me? So it's like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's different when that's when you see when my uncle looked like his name is Tyrone Biggums. Not just <laughs> shout out to Dave Chappelle. Like, it's like, you know, like, it's just like, that's my family. My cousins are black. So it's like, I never had an issue with this ever until America told me there was an issue. Yeah, I'm surprised people haven't heard of the word Afro-Latina. I just, I, for me, it was just like such a yes, normal thing. That's why, thank you for bringing it up. Young Hollywood is the most ignorant motherfucker I've ever heard in my life. He's acting mad dumb or either he's really that ignorant. Because I'm like, are there's you no doing way. this for TV that you acting like you've never heard of Never this? heard of that? You live in South Florida and you've never heard of this. Where is he from? I don't know. He's from a place that annoys me because I really get annoyed by him. He annoys me. He annoys me. He annoys me. He says such inappropriate shit. He is such, like, bro, get it together. You're representing the Hispanic culture on TV. And you're say, fucking this up. I don't like I the don't way I don't know he where acts. he's from. And he can't be, like, Cubans can't even 
Come Everybody, on, really this, Cubans? This, really Cubans? You're gonna like, act like you don't know that there's black I don't know Americans if he's Cuban. Cubans. Not even that. Like there's black Cubans. Like I don't there's even know. There's mad black Cubans. Wait a minute. The what bothered me more? The girl Juju from Love and Hip Hop Miami, uh-huh. I mean New York, is Cuban. Yeah, she is Cuban. Speaks fluent. Spanish, yeah, and with a thick ass Cuban accent, like she's Cuban as fuck. A, a huge yeah. ass, yeah, yeah, she's thick 1, Cuban accent. Yeah, every time she's spoken, every time she speaks in English, and so no one said anything, no one had reactions, no one had thoughts, no one freaked out when she was on Love and Hip Hop and just talking her regular self and has on her Instagram speaks Spanish on a daily basis. But when Amanda La Negras mentions the word Afro Latina, it's the world blows up. Just because Juju didn't use the words or didn't represent herself. And I, I, I'm like, young Hollywood is an asshole. And I don't know where, what country his, his background is, what is he from. But wherever he is from, because I feel like he's Colombian, maybe. I want to say. I'm not sure, but he needs to clean that shit up. I'm not feeling him. I'm not feeling him. I'm not feeling him because it's like, you are, you are just as bad as the people who used to stop people in the past from progressing. How are you going to tell this girl, if you put on a blonde wig, you might pop? Like, you are and that's why so she showed up. crazy. Like, how can when you she, say that? When she showed up with the straight hair. That was not cool. That I was, was not like, cool. Uh... It wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. Like, I got offended. And I didn't like that because at the end of the day, I don't have naturally straight hair that's long and like whatever. My hair's curly. It's wavy. It gets really nappy if I don't pay attention to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't wake up in the morning, take a shower, come outside and leave my hair just to dry in the wind. Like, that's yeah. not my luxury. There's a process There's out a here, process. people. So it's like, it really offends me when people sit here and say that the only way that you could be beautiful is if you have hair like that. Like, that's not yeah. cool. Not cool. I didn't like that. And I was really disappointed in you as a Hispanic Mr. Young Hollywood, you how, how fucking dare you? I didn't like that. And I understand that the show made it bigger and they amplified it for the storyline. But at the end of the day, the core of the problem, it wasn't cool. It was no, not cool. Not and um, Veronica Vega, I want to I say something. If you guys want to know what a Miami bitch is like, Veronica Vega <laughs> is a Miami bitch. Like that bitch is Hialeah. She is a bitch from out here. That bitch is authentic. That is real bitch from out uh, here. Real you shit. You know when I when I hear her talk, it makes me really miss home. She is a bitch from out like, here. You know. Yes. And being Brickle and she is from like, here. Love it. Love she's it. Love it. She really is. Like, she is, and she's a beautiful bitch. You're making me want to put my hair blonde. Like it's just like <laughs> you are 100. I I think she's an authentic ass girl from Miami. I think she's very pretty, and I think all that shit you hear her talking. About how I need a man that has a jet and has a this and has a that. That's my regular Miami girl thing. People. Miami. People. Google on YouTube, Miami girls be like, and that is the most. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying she's a gold digger, but she ain't messing she with no broke niggas. I'm telling you right now, Miami. You ever see, okay? I'm going to post the Vine video. That, remember, you ever seen that Vine video? The girl was like, but like, he has a boat, he lives in Brickle, <laughs> and girl, like, esto de lo que yo quiero, tiene un boat, and like, I'm gonna post that Vine video because that, I kid you not, is literally, yes, literally, yes, literally exactly it. Yes. And I miss home every time I see or hear people's voices, those Cuban highly yes. <laughs> voices. Yes. Kendall, all yes. that stuff. Like, I miss it. I'm Shout out to those you. Cubans. Shout out to the Cubans who Shout make it out Shout out to there. just Hialeah being Hialeah. <laughs> Hialeah. You know what else I want to tell y'all? 
Don't be sleeping on these Hialeah bitches. They will fuck no. your ass up. You really think that people... Yo, these bitches is not playing. I've seen it. No. These bitches will beat your ass. And I'm telling you right now, don't be messing with no bitch from Hialeah. Like, she will beat your I love ass. it. Love it, love it, love these it. These Cuban girls love do not it. play. I'm telling you, they do not play, boy. <laughs> them bitches been through shit. Don't put them in that position. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, them bitches don't play. They don't play. Oh, man. But shout out to Veronica Vega. I don't know what your purpose on the show is yet because they keep just putting you in mess, but you're pretty. You're very pretty. She has, she's an artist, per se, but I don't remember yeah, the, but her song. They're not letting her do that on the show yet. You know what I'm saying? No, there's nothing about music happening for her whatsoever. They're just on this putting entire her show. as the, you know, the bitch that the, people the one fight in the middle. Mm hmm. Now, gay people in the music industry. Big topic. Yeah. The prejudice um, of being a gay man in the music industry, I think, is very real. Very real. And um, let's not act like we don't accept lesbians more in the yeah. music community. Like, mm -hmm. this is the first time that females are winning somehow. And um, lesbians get more love. Uh, let's talk about Young, young and Me. Yeah, you know, as you're saying it, I never put that two and two together. That she had the biggest song last year, did she not? Biggest yeah. song. Biggest song. And her lyrics were even confusing that people didn't even know that was a woman. And guys were singing it, not realizing. I think there's a part where she talks about actually having a strap on. Yeah. And I was like, that is hilarious that you guys don't realize what you're singing. And that just shows you if the music is good, people will sing anything. Right. Because if the song is good, people will sing it. And Young M.A. was literally talking about what lesbians do in the bedroom. Right. And right. Which confused no one seemed to have a problem with it. Everybody was aware of what that meant. And we all learned something from that. Like, I'm not saying that it yeah. wasn't, like, new to people who don't have lesbian relationships. But that goes to show how masculine the hip-hop industry is and the music yes. industry is. This is about masculinity. This isn't yeah. about, you know... You know, hip hop has this thing about it that you have to be like tough and you have to be bigger than the best. And that that's still part of the, the core of it. However, mm -hmm. we let Justin Bieber rap. You know, it's like, guys, you know, let's pick a struggle here. So it's like yeah. we accept lesbians that are butch like and that have those characteristics as rappers. And that's OK. Mm -hmm. But if a guy like what is this guy? Light skin guy's name. Uh, Bobby Lights. Bobby Lights. Um crazy flamboyant you feel me i yeah. feel like it's gonna be really hard for him to be accepted in the rapper community so i watched him did you watch the breakfast club interview he had not with him no i did not i watched it and he's actually outside of the show like i kind of like vibed with him like i find i was what's 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 the word like, I was like, okay, I kind of liked him. Like, his, his delivery of things, yeah, his yeah. conversation, the way he presented himself, he kinda the way like he Trina. spoke. You think so? I think so. They have, like, the nose going for them. They have, like, I don't know. They kind of look like a... I can see how I they're related. Look. I can see how they're related. I have to look at them again. But, so his delivery on that, like, in that episode, in that conversation, in that interview, gave me a different light of him. Yeah, because what I'm seeing on the show is a lot more flamboyant, extra on throw all over it, like you know, clap and hitting and yeah, you know, all that good shit. As opposed to like just being yourself naturally having conversation, but that is flamboyant, yeah. which is fine. 
right? Because then I'd be like, I get who he is. Because I couldn't tell on the show if he's being extra or he's being himself. So he is right? being or extra on the show. It's like is, on the show, is he being that extra Flint boy? I'm gonna be this main char- gay character. I'm gonna be big. You know, that's what I felt like. I'm like, why yeah. are you being the stereotype on that? Like, almost felt stereotypical. Like, just trying to be of a center. Right. But now I re- realized when I got to know him in that converse in the interview that that's genuinely almost him. Like, he's not being too extra and things like that. So, I like him. There's something about his personality, his clapbacks, his. I like him. I think I would I like, him like him as a personality more so than a rapper. Yes. I think that's what I like also. I think I like him more as a personality than the rapper. You're right. Yeah. And I haven't heard his stuff, to be honest. I, me neither. And it's like, um, yes, everything was very over the top, especially that scene where he found um, his man was out in the league and whatever at Princess Party. Yeah, but I, like, who wants to fall into a bush? Like, that's I understand, but ultimately... A lot of people would have probably had a problem with that situation. Like, how are you going to walk up on your man, because you saw it on social media, with his ex chilling? Like, anybody would be mad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this wasn't, yeah. like, he wasn't being, like, I, that I didn't like. He should have never touched him. That was very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have a gay couple on the show so we could talk about domestic violent relationships in the gay community, which is a really big thing. Um, mm-hmm. Because they're both men, and they believe that. They're equal and they, they do fi- physically fight each other, which is fucking insane. Imagine. What? Yeah, they do. So it's like, shout out to a lot of my gay homies out here. I love them. Um, <laughs> so it's like you, you, you're in a different position now because you're now both as men, men usually get physical when they get upset. So I don't see how, even though it's for TV and all that, I don't see how a, one person is not going to be mad that their person is out with their ex, putting it on social media, and I'm supposed to be okay with that. Like, that's not okay. Of course he's going to flip. Like, it's like, it was crazy. And a lot of people would have showed up, and a lot of people would have been like, what are you doing here? Would they have necessarily sashayed up into the... You know, <laughs> probably not, you know what I mean? But, but but it was something that he had valid reason to be mad. Like, it's like, yeah. come on. Genuine. Like, yeah. that's your man. How are you out with someone else? That's not cool. So, maybe this is for TV, but I think that if this is who he is, I don't know if we're ready to have him be a rapper. I don't know. Yeah, because you can't carry yourself probably that way like really about to fight and like pop off anywhere any moment if you do that at a small industry party imagine if you do it at a big industry like a real ass big industry party you can't do that like it's not something that can happen so my other thing with him though is he expects trina to pop him off and i'm i love family but you don't approach people that way trina seems to be very nice to you too nice because too nice. And that's when I know Trina's too ni- nice because yeah. she's not shooing yourself away, sending you back to your mom's or to her auntie and be like, keep him. Don't have him come to me. Right. Like, like Trina should have, like, literally should have him work as an intern, like, really work for it in a sense. Because why do family feel, family friends feel like they deserve a discount? They deserve a quick turn? Like, no. No, and she shouldn't have to do anything for him. I'm sorry. Especially if he doesn't know how to act. Especially if he doesn't know how to act. And that looks like what she can't trust him of how he, and she said it, you don't know how to act. I'm Mm -hmm. not doing this with you. He's a liability. Let one of my cousins show out somewhere. 
at work. You'll and never be invited again. My cousins ain't even my family like that. I ain't no offense to like my cousins. Like there's <laughs> cousins of mine that you ain't really my family like that. Like we don't even talk. You feel me? Like yeah, we're related, but I don't have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like straight up. So it's like, what you mean? I'm now supposed to possibly ruin my reputation because we're related. Like no way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I get Trina. Like, it's like, I personally don't think it's a good look. I don't think it's a good look. I would make him work really hard for it. She seems to be close in a sense with him. Like, Mm -hmm. they seem to be, like, actual cousins who, you know, used to be together and actually are actual family members. Yeah. And... I would make him work for it. All my cousins know and y'all hoes is listening. <laughs> All of y'all would work hard for it. Because that's just, I can't, If especially, I can't just give you. You can't just be giving things. Right. You, gotta, you gotta put in the work. And it's not so, that people are not even gonna respect the position the way they should if you just give it to them. If you just be, if you just making it out here because of who you're related to. It yeah. doesn't work that way. It's it not, not that thing. But I do love that they are showing uh, kind of the struggle between being a gay man um, or like, yeah, the struggle in general. It is of a struggle. Like, and, and, being, I mean, and wanting to be a part of an industry and hiding yourself in the industry. And I can see why Malik would have a fear of, like if he is dealing with, let's say, athletes and, you know, alpha males a lot and um, men who who are womenizers. He probably might not have the same dynamic if they knew that he was gay. Sidebar, he's obviously gay. I think that there's no way he can hide that. I don't know if you are just more comfortable on the show this season and you're being, you're out and your mannerisms and your behavior is just coming out because you're comfortable. But if I saw you in the street, Malik, I would have thought you were a gay man. I don't mean that offensively. I just mean like... You possess the characteristics of a person that's gay. And it's like, especially if you're from down here, you know enough gay people to know that gay people are not all flamboyant. Like, let's be serious. How ignorant are people if they think that all gay people are feminine? No, come on, guys. Like, there's plenty of men that are not feminine that are gay. So it's like, I understand that it's a personal thing and it's an internal thing that he has to deal with and that he has to be comfortable with before he starts to spread his business out there. But honey, we all knew. So it's like <laughs> You're like, but we knew. You know, like you could tell he's gay. You could tell. You could tell. There's certain gestures and certain ways that men look at other men that you can tell. Like, you know. Yeah. That's why when he told Prince, he was like, um, and the sky is blue. So what do you want? What do you want me to do? What do you you want from me? What do you want from me? I don't understand. Prince was like, so yeah. Okay, so what was the problem? What exactly? Okay, yeah, like it was like, what are you talking about? Because it's true because I feel the same way. It's like, we obviously can tell that you're homosexual. Who cares about that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 2018. Like what what is the really big deal here? 2018. It's okay. But shout out to Love and Hip Hop Miami. I guess I may not be the biggest fan of this season and I'm not like all 100% sold. But as we're having this conversation, they are breaking a couple barriers on here. They They are opening some parts and some doors and shining a light differently. And I think because it has a hometown close to my heart kind of feel, it makes me feel a little bit different about it. I guess I would feel the same about Atlanta. 
in some way if I was an Atlanta girl. Yeah. But Miami's different, people. It Miami's is. Miami. And they're Let's showing, just... shout out to Little Havana. That's my block. And I love it that they keep showing, like, Calle Ocho, little, little snaps. Like, that's you the You love cool them part. B-rolls that they'd be like, yeah. you pop it up and be like, yeah. The damn big yeah. old chicken. That rooster. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. God. But, I like, yeah, it's and I I'm thinking about going home for a couple. Let's see what happens because things make you miss home yeah. and the sun. The sun makes you miss home. And if you want to not be in the winter, you can just come down here for your birthday, <laughs> and you get to see your mom. You get to see your dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all trying to sell me on that one too. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, let's see how this wraps up and. I'm excited for the reunion also. Yeah, for sure. Reunions and we'll, we'll talk about it again because at the end of the day, um, we must support what's, you know, what's relevant and also what's hometown. And this is hometown, so we want to support it. And um, there's a lot of local talent that will maybe blow up. Look at Cardi. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. We don't know if this True. is going to catapult someone else into a position that is going to be monstrous. Like, Love & Hip Hop has given... Loving, in my opinion, loving hip hop gained more credibility once we saw what Cardi did. Okay, Michelle. Once we saw what Cardi. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> K Michelle does her thing, but no one has done what Cardi has done. No, because K Michelle already had a prior, so Cardi came in clean. And open, like brand new, dude. And if you didn't know her Grammys. on Instagram, K Michelle yeah. at the Grammys. You feel me? Like I'm not even trying to be yeah. a dick. Yeah. Well, like. Cardi had her following prior to this. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, I guess for me, it's like, Cardi been hilarious. Cardi been popular. Yeah, but Cardi now been she's getting silly. checks. And but she's now she's, she are... was sitting next to Anna Wintour. Guys, come on. Yesterday come at on, New York guys. Fashion Week. Come on, guys. New like, this York is Fashion deal. Week. Anna Wintour. The devil wears Prada, people. Yeah. The devil wears fucking yeah. Prada. She's guys, sitting next to her. She's from the Bronx, guys. The Bronx. <laughs> a stripper from the Bronx. The Bronx. Like, I am from the Bronx. <laughs> Believe me, this is a big deal. Like, <laughs> yeah. The Bronx is not the sunniest place on earth. I'll just say that. <laughs> so I'm telling you guys, this is a really big deal that this girl got to where she got. Because you don't have girls from the Bronx sitting at New York Fashion Week next to Anna Wintour. You just don't. And that you always don't. goes back. That always go back goes back to being genuine, being yourself, being like not faking or anything like that. Because that's how she got there. Right. She has not stopped being herself. Although her mouth will get her in trouble as she continues to get bigger. Yeah, she she needs to get a, a PR team in there quick. But you don't want to clean her up too much. Not clean her up. She just needs to be better at interviews. Like people like Migos. Migos had to get better at interviews because they're so big. You have to get better at this. Like people need to be able to listen to you from everywhere in the world and comprehend yeah. what the fuck is going on. True. So True. she she needs to, to PR that up a little bit. But shout outs to Cardi blowing up out here. And shout outs to Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. Never thought we would still be talking about Love and Hip Hop in twenty eighteen, but the shit yeah. is still here. It's still relevant. I don't watch the other episodes or other shows. They kind of fell off for me. Bring Chrissy and Jim Jones back. That's what matters. And Erica Mena, Sin Santana, who has a baby with Joe Budden. I think you can make a whole show of of New York. You can. Bring that group back. You can, for sure. Think about it, Mona. Think about it. Yeah, those are real people. And honestly, Mona, 
if you offered us a job, we're going to take it. So we're not saying <laughs> that we don't think that what you're doing isn't popping. What I'm saying is that, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the ignorance is a little overwhelming. Yes. Say? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that episode of Messy Mondays. <laughs> but... <laughs> If messy you mon- messy have Mondays. a story, a comment, if you want to give us actually your suggestions, your, your girl show me love and hip hop, we want to hear your it. girl Marty Marty. If you're something you don't agree on, write us, uh, DM us, write us on Twitter, email us. Messy Mondays. Messy Mondays podcast. Messy Mondays pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Messy Mondays Messy, Mon- Messy Mondays. Or follow us on Twitter at Messy Mondays Your podcast. girl show me. Um, and submit your stories. Again, your girl Marty Mar. stories. We want to talk about your messy stories. So please do share them. Yes, guys. And Messy Mondays. Everybody has a wonderful Valentine's Day. <gasps> that's coming up this week. Oh. Um, I hope you're filled with love. Messy, mon- and messy Mondays. And even if you don't have a significant other, um, make girl sure show you show me. Aww. Your girl Marley Mar. Have a good one. Have a good one, everybody. Someone send me flowers. That'd be great. Messy <laughs> <laughs> Mondays, guys. Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. <laughs>